Startup Santa Show is about sharing the entrepreneur journeys and the lessons learned along the way. These entrepreneurs have done some incredible things and we are excited to share their stories. I'm incredibly excited to have you here with us today. We'll be talking to Oscar in this show of Startup Santa. We'll be looking at the 2020 hindsight those individuals who've had an impact not only in our personal life, but in our businesses, and how we've impacted others in their lives. Oscar, why don't you go ahead and take it away and introduce yourself. Uh, hey everyone, what's going on Startup Santa? Uh, thanks so much for having me here on your podcast. Very honored uh, to be here and share the next hour or so with you. Um, but yeah, everyone, my name is Oscar Garcia. I run a uh, marketing company called OMG. Uh, marketing and associates where we specialize helping business owners uh, scale to seven figures and beyond through automations and systems so um, you know originally from California grew up in Miami but then went to Tampa to go to school and pretty much stayed there uh, for 10 years and now I'm traveling the country in a uh, self-converted van and wherever I go I'm putting up pop-up marketing business events and helping people with their business and also getting to see this beautiful country of ours and now I'm here Back in California, <laughs> kind of where it all started, and having a blast uh, being on this podcast, man. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, Oscar, we're incredibly blessed to have you here with us, and I truly appreciate you taking some time out of your life to be here. I'd like to get started with uh, a little bit about the last year. Obviously, you've been on an incredible adventure uh, and have met a yeah. significant amount of people. Can you talk a little bit about the people you've met and how they've impacted where you're headed and what you, uh, what you experienced on that trip? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing is that like, uh, you know, I'm really big in online marketing. So, uh, you know, generating leads online, paid traffic funnels, you know, that's kind of my play. And so most of the people on my marketing list have always been through, you know, either organic online traffic or paid online traffic. And so, you know, we, we see the names, we see the emails come in, but to put a face behind them, something that we rarely get to see, unless of course they come to like our, you know, in-person events or anything like that. But getting a chance to, to travel the country, you just get to see that the different types of entrepreneurs there are, the mindsets, and you get to really see like how very similar they all are in the different stages of their business. Um, it's actually been very humbling uh, to get to know these people uh, regardless if they're from Tampa or from Wenatchee, Washington, or, you know, here in Ontario, California, I mean, you know, everyone who has a business is just trying to get ahead and trying to move their business forward. Um, and they all know they need some help. They're just not sure in what direction they want to go. And it's been nice to be able to kind of sit down with a few of them and actually break it down. And then they walk away from this event, like, you know, with fresh new perspective, lots of momentum, lots of clarity going forward. Um, so I would say it's, it's been a real eye opener for me. And, I, and I'm glad I kind of took on this, uh, <laughs> this little journey of mine. But do you have any unique stories from that journey that uh, really made an impact in what you were doing? Was there anything that changed the, the path of your trip? Um, well, I mean, I think it's just family. Um, for me, yeah. I don't have any kind of you know, business stories that change the trajectory of, of kind of what I'm planning on doing forward, but it's, it's mostly family. Like uh, most of my family has always lived here in California and I grew up um, in Florida pretty much for, for most of my life. And so when I decided to come to California, my sister just recently had a baby. So uh, she was born uh, January 24th of Friday. So baby Sophia, and it just, 
just kind of brought everything into perspective, like how crazy is it that I have this ability to help business owners, but also travel the country and then spend time to where it matters most with my family. And I think that just fuels um, my fire to help more entrepreneurs be able to do the same, you know, because it's sure it's about making money, but you know, what does that money mean to you? What, what, what purpose is that going to give you? How is that going to help you? live, you know, essentially your best life and, and the values that, that you want. So that perspective ha has shed new light on me. And I think that's what's been more of a driving and motivating factor behind everything that I'm doing now, as opposed to before it was kind of a cool way to, you know, see the country and do what I got to do. Now it's more so like I can help other people do the same. Yeah, absolutely. I think family is a huge part of what we are. Uh, and <clears throat> new birth always brings family together. My, myself, I had children not too long ago, and then my brother and his wife just had their first child. So it's been nice. uh, really incredible to see the family, family come together around that. Absolutely, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Same to you, <laughs> uh, Uncle thank you, thank you, Oscar thank you. now, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, like, I'm a, for the third time, I have, I have two other nieces, uh, but thankfully I've been able to see all three of their births and been able to spend... Um, at least the first month hanging out with them and helping out my sisters whenever they needed. So again, I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't have this type of lifestyle. Very cool. Now, as you think back into the life you've had, are there individuals that have had an impact in who you, creating who you are and, and really this journey that it's led you down? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first and foremost, uh, my parents, uh, you know, I'm first generation college born, you know, so my parents didn't go to school. Um, but they, you know, had a very, you know, driven work ethic. My father worked three jobs, my mother worked two while I was growing up. So by the time I was six, I know how to knew how to walk home to school, make make myself make myself an egg, do my homework. And I remember one specific story <laughs> where I was doing math homework, and you know, my dad gets home like eleven o'clock at night, wakes me up to check my homework, and I got like three questions wrong on the piece of paper, and he's like all right, go back and do it again. So I go back, I do it again. Then I get two questions wrong. And he's like, go back, do it again. Then I get one question wrong. And finally get them all right. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, great. Now redo your homework. And I'm like, but why? And he's like, because it's all messy. All these eraser marks, it's a bad reflection on you. It's a bad reflection on the family. Um, and so you want to put your best presentation forward. Uh, so <laughs> that, that, that was kind of the work ethic that, that was kind of instilled onto me from a very young age. Um, uh, so that would, it would have to be my parents for sure. Um, next up would probably be uh, J.R. Hallworth. He's also, uh, my first client who's my, used to be my mentor, but is now a really good friend of mine, business partner, you know, just person I hang out with, uh, you know, he's the owner of Renegade Soccer Training and he's always been someone who's believed in me. He's always been in my corner, always has helped push me. He gave me my first shot uh, at being an entrepreneur. Uh, he trusted me and we built an awesome business together. And then I also was fortunate enough that because I was a first generation college student, I was part of the corporate mentor program at the University of South Florida. And from there I was matched with two mentors. One of them was uh, Morgan Watts, <clears throat> who at the time worked for T. Rowe Price. Now she's in real estate and um, she really taught me like the value of working in a team and how to listen to meetings and how to take down notes and, you know, take criticism and work together with other people to achieve a goal. Uh, the, the other mentor that I had, his name is Dave Patchen. He was um, a VP at Raymond James and this guy, you know, what was incredible. I mean, he was very young to be a VP. He was also a marketing major and he just taught me a lot about, um, the mind game 
you know, that everything that you approach at is, is mostly mental and the attitude at which you approach it with and making sure you have a plan and understanding that, you know, <clears throat> it's a lot of psychology that goes into your success. So by investing in yourself, you also invest into others and ultimately what you're trying to achieve and do. Um, and there's been a, many people other ways, especially a lot of the clients that I've worked with that I've, you know, everyone that I essentially work with, I take a, a bit of that experience that I learned and it kind of molds me into what I keep going into. Um, but I would probably say off the top of my head, those would probably be the biggest, uh, you know, mentors or people that have truly kind of molded <laughs> my path. <laughs> I, I think those incredible lessons to learn early on in life is huge. I, I, for myself, it, some of those, I, it took me many, many years uh, to to really take those to heart. And yeah. I mean, your parents were, were I think, momentous in, in what has allowed you to provide that perfection so early on to be focused on quality over quantity and really deliver on what you're trying to accomplish. That's, that's very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it was, um, <laughs> I, I like to joke with my sisters, but I think it's just the fact that I'm the baby of the family. I'm eight <laughs> years apart from the middle child. And so when, when I was growing up, I saw them get in trouble and I figured out that if I didn't do those things, you know, the opposite would happen to me. So I learned, from a very young age to listen to my to my elders <laughs> so they probably have something that I, I, I would want to pick up and uh, that advice hasn't hasn't you know faulted me yet so <laughs> uh, one, of, one of my favorite images is a picture of a group of people climbing the mountain and the person in the middle is reaching up to the person in front of them while the person and reaching back to the person behind them and this this image of that you you learn from those that have gone before you and you help those that are coming behind you i think you definitely have emulated that from your uh from your family but it, there's also a uh, the, a little note of wisdom that i like to share is that you learn from those that you watch and whether that is a mentor or anyone you're always being taught things that you either should emulate or shouldn't and bringing that into your life will help you be more mm -hmm. successful. Uh, if you see something that you disagree with, don't do it. Don't emulate it. Look for the ways Absolutely. to do it better. And I think humans as problem solvers can apply that very effectively. So very cool. So thinking back. Yeah, at, absolutely, at, man. And I think that's a, that's a great takeaway. <laughs> thank you. Uh, looking back at the, the start of your journey and where you're at now, what would you have wish you have known when you got started that you now know um what a sales funnel was <laughs> um no you do, do not feel ashamed by that one that you would not believe how many companies don't understand like they know they make money but from the person that gives it to them but they don't quite understand how that yeah. person got to them yeah you know it, it's one of those things man it's a double-edged sword because you know, don't get me wrong. I'm very grateful and glad that I went to, to, to you know, to USF and that I got a, you know, a degree in marketing and I met so many great people. I was part of, you know, Alpha Kappa Psi, which is a business fraternity there. I made so many great friends and connections that eventually opened up many opportunities down the road. But as far as the education piece that um, essentially helped my business or my client's business, I had to learn that, you know, outside of school. You know, and one of the biggest things was just, you know, what's a sales funnel? Like, what's the difference between cold, warm and hot traffic? And how do you turn a lead and how do you nourish them and build that relationship and convert them into a customer? And then how do you take that customer, and convert them into an advocate? And how do you increase their lifetime value um, 
you know, those are all things that, you know, maybe I read it in textbooks, but you truly don't understand what that means. And so you actually have some practical experience and all that. And those are truly, you know, important factors that I didn't know until, you know, <laughs> I had spent, you know, or, you know, me and my client, we'd spent over $20,000 in education and courses on, you know, trying to build our first business on how to get everything going. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I, if I had the knowledge that I had, you know, when I left the corporate world, when I was 18, right before I went to school, I'd probably be in a very different position now. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where <laughs> it's like on the job training that I learned after the fact. And I think that's one of the biggest things that um, I wish I knew before. <laughs> it is uh, really interesting and a bit of a travesty the way our education system is currently designed. Uh, right. For me, theory is has little to no value without practical application of that theory right. and is a big piece of what's missing in our current education. Uh, you know, when you're born, and you, I think we'll relate to this having been around a child who's recently born, mm-hmm. you're always solving problems. You're, yeah. you're getting up off the ground and falling back down time after time after time. And then that that is entrepreneurship in its purest <laughs> form. I want to get from man. here to there. Absolutely. I can't do that now. I'm going to keep working at it till I get there. And as we go through our education system, a lot of that is drilled away, right? We're, we're des- the education system was designed to create factory workers. It's not focused on problem solving. It's not working right. on collaboration. It's, it's about turning a widget, uh, which worked really well for 20 or 30 years. But yeah. Now there is some change happening. There's some innovation in the space, which is really exciting to see, but it's a slow turn. Uh, Lambda School is probably one of the most innovative uh, code schools in the country and and towards the world. They do code, they're a code school, Mm -hmm. developer school, but they take a pay, and they only get paid once you make 50,000 or more in a job. So their success is directly related to your success. And that, that mindset, I think, one, it creates a better culture, and two, drives innovation and creativity in the workspace and the education system. Very cool. I, thinking yeah, back, it makes to, it super competitive too to get oh, in. <laughs> it's super competitive. It's it provides better results because now they're wanting yeah. to line it up <coughs> and end goal. But to to your point, what we leave. Our education system a lot of times isn't what you need to do the job. It's just the knowledge of kind of the big picture and working to apply that is incredibly important um, and a big part of how we get to that next level, kind of get to where you're at now. What resources did you use along the way to kind of get plugged in to get, you talked about some education that you got that helped to accelerate and get you started. Mm -hmm. What were some of the ones that were beneficial? Maybe Mm -hmm. what were some of the ones that weren't? Um, so YouTube was definitely like number one <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, my, my, my degree will probably say that I got it from the university of South Florida, but I probably got it from the university of YouTube, mm. uh, because I did a lot of research in getting my degree, but also even running a business YouTube was the number one factor in terms of like how to set up an automation, how to, you know, write a Facebook ad, what is copy? Like there's, there's so many people out there that are just giving away value, giving away this education piece and it's all free. You know, it's just a matter of 
finding the one that, that works, you know, you're also going to find a lot of nonsense on YouTube. Um, so, you know, you're not going to feel, you're not going to understand what actually works and what doesn't until you start getting your feet wet um, a little bit. But my number one resource was, was definitely Amazon, uh, not Amazon, I'm sorry, YouTube. Uh, the second resource I used was Amazon uh, just for the books. So I would read books on like entrepreneurship, leadership, business. Uh, but it wasn't just, you know, uh, it, it, I'm not sure what to call these books, but there's some books that will just talk about like, you know, we'll give you kind of, we'll give you a high five for, thank you for being a business leader, for being an entrepreneur, right? I'm, I'm talking about books that will show you a system and a process. Like you want to get something done, right. here's how to do it. Here's the results to back it up. Here's some case studies. Like those are the kind of books you, you want to go after and read because you're going to learn a lot of valuable out of that. Um, third, I would say uh, conferences. Um, and conferences are great, but you also have to be careful with conferences because a lot of them, especially if you're in the business world, are just pitch fests, meaning you'll pay $600 to go to a conference. You'll see whatever, 20 speakers over three days, and each speaker is going to tell you something really, really cool on stage, but then they're going to sell you their $2,000 or $10,000 package on the stage, right? And so the whole thing is designed for you to just pull out your credit card. So you'll get a little bit of information, but mostly you're going to be walking away with an idea of, oh, I think that would be cool to implement it to my business. But in order to figure out how to implement it, I got to shell out another $2,000 on top of that. Right. So you really want to be careful at the kind of conferences that you're going to and paying attention with. Um, and then fourth, last but not least, I think one of the biggest factors is being part of an entrepreneurship community where you can brainstorm ideas, share ideas. You know, they might tell you your idea sucks. That's okay. They might say <laughs> your idea is great, uh, but yeah. they're going to have the, they're going to have the resources to let you know if you need financing, how to go find financing, if you need marketing, how to do the marketing. Uh, but entrepreneurship groups and communities, I, I believe are a huge key factor of that, especially if you're trying to find mentors. So how did you find the ones that you found valuable? Uh, through going through a bunch that weren't valuable. <laughs> Pounding uh, some dirt. You know, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't have an easy button solution for you guys. I'm sorry. I just yeah. like, you know, I did go to, uh, it, there's one in Orlando called super conference is G G K I C. Now don't get me wrong, Dan, uh, it's put on by, um, uh, Dan Kennedy, Bill Glazer. So these are two like marketing titans who really understand direct marketing. Uh, but they sold off the business a couple of years ago. And I'm not really sure what happened between the time that they sold the business and, and whatnot. I, all I can say is, you know, talk about my experience. But for example, uh, I went to Orlando. It was really cool seeing all these amazing speakers, but every single speaker was pitching a $2,000, $10,000 type of deal at the back end where, you know, and then on Sunday, surprise, fourth day, if you want to learn how to do this really cool thing, it's going to be another like 300 bucks. And like, by the end of it, I just felt used and dirty. I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just did not have a good feeling. And then I went to, uh, for example, uh, Todd Brown's uh, MFA Live. And that was a very different type of conference where I did learn a lot. There was no selling. Well, he did sell, but it was very minimal. Um, and there was way more value given. And so, again, by going to those two different conferences, I started to see, okay, how they start to position themselves. What are they saying? Um, on their sales pages, what kind of words are they using? Uh, do, do they have any reviews? Do they have any testimonials um, and things like that? And so by 
going to the ones that weren't any great, you start discovering the ones that actually are. Um, but yeah, I don't have any kind of easy button solution. I think if there was one, it would probably be um, if a sales page has any results. <laughs> so if you're trying to go to a conference, for example, and they have testimonials of people that got in results by listening to one of the speakers or one of the presentations, that's probably one that would probably gear uh, my wallet to in terms of attending rather than some conference where you're just getting jam-packed with 60 speakers um, and you're not going to have time to view them all. And more than likely, they're going to sell you something from the stage. Yeah. Really interesting. I think it's a good part of that is there's no one solution. Uh, there's a couple that I go to that I've seen really beneficial, but my, the ones I go to aren't necessarily beneficial for what you're doing. A lot of these conferences have started to niche down to, to the industries that they represent. Uh, have you heard of PodFest? I've heard of PodFest, yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite. I just, the people there are, are focused on connecting and helping each other, which is really cool. Uh, military Influencer Conference is another one that I really care about if you're a veteran or oh, nice. in the military community serving vets. They uh, they cut a lot of way a lot of the bullshit and really just focus yeah. on how do we empower veterans to do more. Uh, and so those are the two that I focus in on. Well, and then Synapse and Emerge. Nice. If you've heard of, have you heard of either one of those? Yeah, yeah. Synapse is in Florida. I know. I think it's coming around in a couple months too to Florida. And yeah, Syn um, Synapse um, just happened. Some of the big, bigger national ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, Collision was really good. Emerge is in Miami. That was pretty popular. What I liked about <coughs> see when you get when you talk about selling, right? A lot of these startup e ones mm -hmm. are just kind of a lot of flair. But Emerge and Synapse this year really bring a lot of the community together. You have the, they have other countries, they have the government, they have the universities and education system. And so when you talk about creating a convergence nice. location where you, no matter who you serve or what your customer is or what your needs are, they're probably someone in that space doing it. They right. do a really good job of kind of creating that mixing pool. So I think in my opinion, conferences nice. are about the people anyway. So if the quality of the people and the attendance are there, you can gain value from it. Those relationships that you're able to build. Absolutely. I'm, I'm absolutely. I mean, the, the best conferences that I've been to, I've always had, you know, I've always learned more by being at the bar, <laughs> um, you know, than, than actually inside of a, of a, of yes. a speaker. Now it's not the case hundred percent, but, most of the time, like just being at the bar and just hanging around, you'll, you'll, you'll meet some of the speakers will go there and have a drink with you and they're willing to share some more information. Other, you know, attendees of the events are also these experts themselves that, you know, you ask them a question, they're going to boom, they're going to tell you, you know, what they want to know because they truly want to help you. Um, so, you know, just, I guess that would be, that would be an easy button <laughs> if I were to give it. You know. Very cool. I think as you look to the future, who are the lives that you're impacting now that you see uh, real potential in? Um, well, I, I think, you know, if I'm looking at like the future, I know that like my target demographic are, for example, you know, the, the 45 to 55 year old um, who has had, you know, 20 to 30 years of expertise in their field or something like that. And they're getting ready to figure out, okay, like, I'm tired of working for this system. It's not really working for me. I just really want my financial freedom. I want independence. Um, and I want to figure out what I can use 
you know, my experience with and how I can turn that into a business to help others, right? And kind of uh, streamline a lot of things and make things faster, uh, cut out a lot of the red tape. And so I, I you know, it, it's, it's nothing new. I mean, what, you know, what, uh, what's the website? Linda, Linda was by LinkedIn for like a billion dollars or whatever. Um, so online learning, online education, it's getting bigger and bigger. Master classes taking over. They're able to get all these big names to teach people how to do specific things. Um, Facebook groups has now released modules. So you can start, you know, doing teaching modules inside a group. So online education, online learning is uh, becoming bigger. The other thing that I see is that, you know, the number one search phrase for years on Google has been how to, and the second search engine is YouTube, right? So people want to learn through video. So I think that in the future, it's, it's more so about like, how can I take my education? How can I clone my education and provide a system for people that gets results in a video format? but keep it short, simple, and to the point. Um, and the reason I say that is probably because the, the, at least from the data that I've seen, shorter videos tend to do better because of watch time, right? Like Facebook wants watch time, YouTube wants watch time. So if you're thinking about a business, right, and you wanna do video, you wanna make sure you have a high watch time. So if you can answer someone's question, like how to X, Y, Z, and you have a video that matches that description exactly, and it's short to the point, direct, there's no fluff, and it has a lot of high watch time, then that's only going to spread your message even more. So that's a very long way of going around by saying that like, you know, I think the future of like where I'm going is helping people to package up whatever is in their head, whatever expertise they know and provide a system that can produce results and showing them how they can market that uh, through video format. Very true. I, I think that is absolutely where the future is going. Video is already king and identifying yeah. the platforms that are uh, leaning into it even harder will help set you up for success as a, as a business and an entrepreneur. Well, Oscar, it's been a yeah, phenomenal absolutely. conversation. Are there any last thoughts you might have uh, for <laughs> our guests? Um, I think, I mean, it's, it's, I think this is useful for no matter what stage of the business you are, but you know, my, I guess, my main uh, motivating statement, I guess that you would call it, uh, is be learn, adapt, overcome, and progress. So no matter where you are in your business, you can always learn. And once you learn, you can adapt. Once you adapt, you can overcome any obstacle. And once you do that, you actually progress your business forward. But it isn't linear. It's always circular. You never want to stop learning. Can, All right? Because once you get to level two, there's level three, four, five, and six. <laughs> Can you explain that again, but do it a little slower? You went kind of yeah, fast. yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm Hispanic. No, just no, it's fat. all good. <laughs> You've been um, like phenomenal through the whole talk. I just like it was a good nugget, and then it was like I'm like oh, yeah, no, it's um. So the four words are learn, adapt, overcome, and progress. So no matter where you are in your business, right, you can always learn, and once you learn, you can figure out how to overcome. I'm sorry, how to adapt to any situation that you're being faced. And once you can adapt, you can overcome the obstacles and that way you can progress your way forward, right? But again, there's many levels in this entrepreneurship life. So you always need to make sure that it isn't linear, that it's circular. It's you're constantly learning. And that constant learn is going to feed the rest of that wheel. Absolutely. I think that's incredibly empowering to anyone to remind them that we're always starting over in everything we do. We're always 
recreating that uh, new market, a new product, mm -hmm. a new feature, uh, while maintaining the core of what we've created. So, Absolutely. Oscar, how do people get a hold of you in case they want to reach out and have a conversation with you one on one? Absolutely. Best way would be to go to my website. It's uh, www.oscarmgarcia.com. If you go there on the homepage, you'll see um, an opt-in where if you want all my systems and pretty much how I automate, uh, you know, how I automate the, my clients being able to take their knowledge and turning that into a system for automated sales, I'm going to show you everything step by step. It's, it's a, it's a huge 80 page ebook. So <laughs> I really go into the nitty gritty of all the details. Uh, but if that isn't your flavor and you just want to connect online and say hi, then follow me on Instagram at Marketing with OMG. Uh, Facebook, same thing, Marketing with OMG. And I also have a podcast called The OMG Show, which you can find on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere else you'd like to listen to your podcast on. Wonderful, Oscar. I truly appreciate you and have learned a lot about your journey. I'm sure our guests have really appreciated it as well. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Love it, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Wish you the best. And uh, thank you to all your listeners. Hope My you pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to the Startup Santa Show, part of our 2020 Hindsight series, where we've been talking to entrepreneurs and those who have pursued...